Welcome to Wisconsin in Focus. I'm Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for the Center Square. It's legislative season in Wisconsin, and a flurry of bills are being introduced and debated in Madison. It's raining bills. So joining me today to discuss these bills and what they mean is the Center Square Wisconsin correspondent, Benjamin Yount. Let's talk about this, okay? There's been a flurry of bills, and and you've been writing about them. Let's start with the first one, and that is the crime legislation. Yeah, this is this is sort of a theme of bills, a package of legislation, if you will. Wisconsin Republicans ran against the governor back last November on an idea that the governor is soft on crime. There are several facets. To this, two pieces of the legislation, one crime in particular, that'll probably see a new law. That's reckless driving. There is a huge problem in Milwaukee in particular, but Madison as well. People, oftentimes young men, stealing cars, drive and speed and cut across yards, at the very most committing other crimes with this. And this is an opportunity here for the governor to sign a piece of legislation from Republicans, which is rare, but also deals with crime in two of the big Democratic centers, Milwaukee and and Madison. And the first piece of legislation there would double the fines for reckless driving. Right now, it's minimum 25, maximum 200. The new plan would be minimum 50, maximum 400. The other piece of legislation would make it easier for cities again, namely Milwaukee and Madison, to take cars of people who recklessly drive. Right now, part of the problem is you get arrested for reckless driving, you you don't show up, you get convicted without ever showing up to court, and there's just a fine sitting on the books. And so the next time you get caught, 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 the idea is if you get caught on a repeat reckless driving case and you have not paid your fees or fines, this new soon-to-be law will allow the city of Milwaukee or the city of Madison or the city of whatever, to seize the car that you're driving. But go back to the first example where many times these reckless driving cars have been stolen. And so to take a stolen car away from a young person who stole it in the first place doesn't really matter. The other raft of proposed laws aren't going to happen. And these are things that deal with actual issues in Milwaukee and Madison, particularly the mandatory minimum sentence for felons caught with a gun. If you are a felon, you're not allowed to have a gun. Oftentimes, that doesn't stop convicted felons from illegally carrying a gun. One of the pieces of legislation would require a mandatory five-year minimum sentence if you are caught with a gun as a felon. Right now, it's a maximum five-year sentence the change would be to a mandatory minimum. There's also a piece of legislation in the tough on crime package that would make it tougher for prosecutors to drop charges like felony possession of a weapon, a felon in possession of a gun. It would require a judge to sign off on that. And if the judge signed off on it, the judge would then have to enter in the record an explanation as to why. There are all sorts of other pieces of legislation, but one of the wrinkles, one of the the, the ones that we're waiting to see because we don't know if Governor Evers will actually sign this one, is cleanup language for the constitutional amendment that is on the April ballot. Now, voters on the April ballot will see a question as to whether or not they want to change the Constitution to allow judges to consider other things when setting bail or bond. Right now, it's by constitutional fiat only judges are only allowed to consider whether or not this suspect will return to court. 
They can't look at the severity of the crime. They can't look at the criminal's history. They can only say, well, is this person likely going to not come back? And in that, they have to set a bail. Everyone in Wisconsin is entitled to at least some kind of bail. And the complaint from Republican lawmakers has been that over the years, soft on crime judges release an awful lot of people on a signature bond. They go out and they commit new crimes. One of the key components to this constitutional amendment mentions serious bodily harm or serious harm and violent crime. But the amendment itself does not define what that is. This piece of legislation from Cindy Duco would define that. And it would say, here is what we mean when in the Constitution we say serious harm, serious bodily harm or violent crime. Duco said without that cleanup language, without that new law, It's going to be the Wild West because a judge in Milwaukee may interpret serious harm differently than a judge in Waukesha County, than a judge in Trempolo County, than a judge in La Crosse County. And you don't want, as any lawyer will tell you, you don't want different standards in different courts because that leads to different results. So it will be interesting if the governor will sign that. But almost every other piece of this tough on crime package is done. It'll pass the assembly. Pass the Senate, go to the governor. Past performance is an indication of future returns. It will be vetoed on a Friday afternoon. I don't want to belabor this next topic simply because it, it's just so wide ranging. And that is uh, trying to overturn the law that was triggered when the Supreme Court ruled in Dobbs that overturned Roe v. Wade. So uh, that, that triggered the, the former law from the 19th century that only made exemptions for the health of the mother or the life of the mother for uh, abortions to be allowed in the state of Wisconsin. What's happening there? Everything that happens up until April 4th with abortion in Wisconsin is about the Supreme Court election. As we've talked about countless times here on this podcast, Wisconsin has a most watched in the nation Supreme Court race that will end at the beginning of the next month. That race is centered completely and totally on abortion, with the liberal judge trying to paint the conservative candidate as an extremist on abortion. And everything that's happened in the legislature leading up to this on abortion, an introduction of of, of a plan from Republicans, a a plan from governor and, and from the governor and state house Democrats, it is all designed to frame this election. So none of what's going to be proposed, none of what's been proposed by the Republicans is going to happen. None of what's been proposed by the governor is going to happen. It's all sort of trying to have that election day strategy to frame your side in the best possible light and the other side in the worst possible light. But long story short, The Assembly Republicans came out with a plan that would add exemptions in the cases of rape and incest and clarify just what they mean when they say health and life of the mother. Now, this is something that Assembly Speaker Robin Voss and polls show that most people support. Most people want exemptions in the worst of worst cases. Governor Evers instantly dismissed that. The governor had his own proposal, he and legislative Democrats, who, again, are in the super minority. They couldn't get together and and pass an American flag and ice cream bill without the help of Republicans. But the governor and legislative Democrats 
wanted to go, want to go, pitched a plan that would take the state back to the pre-Roe law. Pre-Roe in Wisconsin, abortions were allowed up to 20 weeks. There was a requirement that you have that a woman have an ultrasound 24 hours before. That's not going to happen either because the Republicans simply aren't going to pass it. Perhaps the only surprising piece of this story is that the top Republican in the Wisconsin Senate, Devin Lemahieu, squashed the Republican exemption bill out the gate as well. He made it clear that he doesn't support Governor Evers and the Democrats' push to expand abortion back to where it was, but he also said this is something that he does not want to play politics with. He said abortion is too grievous of an issue, too grave of an issue, too, 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 too something of an issue to be playing simple political games. He said he simply would not call it for a vote, which boxed in the strategy from Voss and the Assembly Republicans, which was to present the governor with a law that he then had to veto on exemptions for rape and incest and say, see, he's the real extremist. So everything that you see, certainly up until Election Day, the first week of April, everything you see about abortion in Wisconsin is directly tied to the Supreme Court race. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. This is Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for The Center Square. Please subscribe and thank you for listening. Freedom and liberty are important to all of us. If you're looking for civil, intellectual conversations with those shaping the future of freedom, try the Future of Freedom podcast with me, Scott Bertram. We speak with leaders across the country in the greater conservative and libertarian movements. In-depth conversations about where the next intellectual battles will happen across the country. It's the Future of Freedom podcast. Find it at americastalking.com or wherever you get your podcasts.